the Weeb Initiative, I'm your host, The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga and everything in between. This week I'll be talking about, following the series I'm making, about this train about itchy harem redheads with some relation to the underworld that happened in the mid-2010s. This week I'll be talking about the one that I would say the one that fizzled the one that only had one season if and didn't actually continue if that matters anything Dakara Bokuwa Ichiga Dekinai or as it was translated in English so I can't play Ichi and just as a brief introduction I really liked this one when I first watched it back in 2012 but man rewatching it for this review was such a slog and I will talk more about that later but simple to say if I had the blanket statement that I do not recommend any one of these animes I'm talking about this one specifically it is pretty bad so before I even start uh, let's start with the disclaimers first off spoiler alert I'll be talking about all the story that happens in the anime I believe it's the whole story even in the light novel I I may be wrong I'm probably wrong because the light novel continued to run until one year after the anime had finished but still the I think it more or less wraps things up in the way that follows the light novel second disclaimer I'll be only talking about the anime not the OVA not the light novel I have not read the light novel neither the manga and so let's start because oh boy this this is one review I oh my god I'm it's so dreadful so what is um, before I even start right we have to go through the stats so Nakaraboku, as I will be calling it, was originally a light novel written by Tachibana Pan, illustrated by Katsurai Yoshiaki. It was published by Fujimoto Shobo in Dragon Magazine from June 2010 to August 2013, with 11 volumes. The manga came in October 2011 to December 2013, with 5 volumes. And the anime ran from July 2012 to September 2012. Two seasons after the first season of High School DxD ever came out. The studio responsible by the adaptation is the studio called Few. They are a somewhat small studio. They, they don't have actually that many, say, notable works. But just to set a precedent, I have the list of their catalog of works here. And just to give a feel, they did Kiss Exis in April 2010, Yosuga no Sora 2010, the second season of Oregairu in, I think, 2015, the third season of Oregairu 
Nagashikashi and Spy Classroom. The one thing I want you to notice is that the first two that I mentioned, both Kizakis and Yosuke no Sora, if you know um, the precedence of the these two anime, you can see that the the studio has this, uh, let's say, pedigree into doing itchy kind of stuff in a way really heavy. Mainly Yosuke no Sora, Kizakis is somewhat more tame, although I would say it's still pretty spicy for an Echi anime in 2010. That's not the point here, Just I'm just giving examples of the previous work of the studio. So, now that I got the stats out, let's start with the story. The story, I have this to give this introduction before I even start, is that the story doesn't actually make any sense. Really, what I will talk about is mostly the most plot, uh, the biggest plot point of the whole thing, and basically uh, we'll go from there. I don't actually know how this is gonna work. I think this episode will be really short, given everything, because oh my god, <laughs> this enemy is is pretty pretty bad. I mean, you need to have your suspension of disbelief really strong in you before you start to watch it because the, it doesn't actually make sense. Anyways, let's go. So, first episode we get to meet our main character, Kaga Ryosuke, who's a normal high school student and whatever. He is a pervert much like uh, in the same, let's say, in the same vein of Issei from High School DxD, and but he's more, I'd say, passionate about his perversion. It's hard me to me to explain it, but whereas Issei was somewhat, in some ways, let's say, discreet with the way he was perverted or let's say, admiring uh, girls, you can call it whatever you want. Ryosuke is much more open about it. And also, he's not only his reactions, but his whole demeanor is way more scandalous than Issei's ever was. At the very least, in the anime, I don't actually know if the like novel is any different. So we get to meet him, and from then on, we get to see the the story more or less unfold. As the first episode, he goes back home in the middle of uh, a storm. And sees this girl uh, standing there under the rain without an umbrella at the front of his house. And so he takes her inside and she kind of uh, tips him off as... um, How do I say that in English? Um, Flirts with him more or less. And she's a redhead and whatever. And when he sees, when he notices, he she stabs him with... um, broken sword and he basically falls down and whatever and the whole thing is really out of the blue let's say really doesn't it doesn't explain anything so he passes out and when he sees it he's all normal and whatever and so she begins to explain that actually her name is Lisara Restor and she's a green reaper that comes from the Green Reaper world 
and the the broken sword kind of kind of business is their way to sustain themselves in the human world. So, uh, Green Reapers for some reason need this life energy that we humans produce, and in order to her to stay, let's say not only active but healthy and with her powers in the human world, she has to do this contract, which is not really a contract if it's um, let's say he, it's kind of forced. Let's say she j just stabs the guy and the contract is done. I, I don't actually understand the, the premises of it, but whatever. Um, the thing is, he then enters in this contract with her, and from the get go, I don't like her as a character. Much like I talk again and again, um, that is are really cute, but the Tsundere's that are too stubborn for their own good. In general, I I begin to don't, uh, not like them. And Lisa is one of the cases that she's really stubborn in a really, really bad way. Uh, so much so that the chemistry between uh, Ryosuke being this scandalous kind of guy that admires life and wants to see the beautiful things that uh, mostly women in his life and whatever, whatever, with her, and obviously she does not approve of his perverse, uh, perversion, you can see where this goes, and uh, obviously the one of the main gags of the whole anime is that he always ends up being uh, punched, kicked, something thrown at him, and so on and so forth, and he just shrugs it off, let's say, he maybe uh, bleeding from his head and whatever, but he keeps on going and being this perfect because he's a happy-go-lucky type of guy. And the chemistry in general doesn't actually work, in my opinion, but uh, that's how things work, right? And so she, she imposes that she will be living with him from now on because she has this really special mission about finding a special specimen, a human that can provide a lot of energy, and so basically they, uh, as a Green Reaper, Lysara has this amulet on her wrist that can more or less measure the energy inside of a person, and Yusuke, although it's, it's a small type of energy, he's an average guy, a below average guy more or less, uh, we will end up finding out that he has a special power, more or less, later on. But before I even uh, begin with that, let, let's get one thing more out of the way. One of the parts that uh, lead Ryosuke to accept, more or less, to the conditions that Lisara puts on him, the contract, uh, her living with him and whatever, is because Lisara, as a Green Reaper, she can more or less predict, she knows the date that a person will die, because um, everyone that is born in the human world, at the moment of birth, their date of death is also pre-written, let's say. And so she uh, tells Josuke that he only has three months of living, but if they can find this special specimen, this special specimen may help Ryosuke to overwrite the, the date and maybe uh, survive, let's say. And so the the, um, 
basically it starts like this and at the very first episode we already have a first fight at unidentified form of bioweapon something like that invades Yosuke's home and so we get to we get presented with the let's say the modus operandi of the battles inside the enemy so Elisa has a whole lot of let's say spells and skills that she uses one f to create a field around the enemy so they basically are transported to a pocket dimension so they more or less um, create a barrier between their fighting space and the real space and basically she starts to to fight she summons her powers a whole new outfit a giant scythe and this whole uh, demon green reaper kind of aesthetic uh, also she's from the fire element that they don't actually explain a lot in the anime but um, all her abilities are based on fire and whatever she fights it out with the bioweapon and until a point that we get to see the um, one more part of the mechanic that ends up being one of the forms that the anime introduces a lot of fan service a lot of he inside the whole formula is that the energy that lisa has to fight is uh, fleeting is really small a really small capacity of carrying energy to fight and so eventually her attacks become duller her outfit bec um, starts to tear and she basically loses her powers uh, at some point and to recharge it she needs to touch Ryosuke's hand because she basically needs to extract more energy from his uh, from his contract and basically he has a, a little as I already said a, a below average uh, amount of energy inside of him but then we find out that there's one thing that recharges his batteries really quickly and with uh, let's say an, an overcharge that is Ichi, the Eros um, pervert stuff. So, as I already mentioned, her clothes start to tear apart, and this is one of the um, anime that actually shows boobs. And, and you can see where this goes, right? He eventually, somewhat unintentionally, touches her boobs, and so he is overcharged, and she can basically recharge her whole capacity and blow the bioweapon away this the, they blow up the house also his his house is blown up in the middle of the fight but uh, she can actually reconstruct it with the amount of energy she got from him and the anime basically starts from there the whole thing starts from this point. now at this point, I, I glossed over a, a big detail, actually. Uh, there is an, also another character, another girl from the harem that we can introduce in the first uh, episode. That is Okura Mina. That is the childhood friend of Ryosuke. And from the get-go, we get to see that she has feelings for him, whereas he does not respond 
to them. And, and this becomes a, a plot point later. But for the sake of the first episode, she more or less just sees that he starts to live with Lysara and yeah, she becomes kind of jealous. From episode 2, we get introduced to Zeria Kyuru, or Kyuru Zeria, I don't actually know if the surname is, is changed position or whatever. The, they use a whole lot of different names, the different, let's say, nationalities of names. So, for instance, Kyuru, I don't actually know the translation for our alphabet or Romaji. Because from just on the 12 episodes that I saw that back then were translated from different groups, they each wrote Kyuru differently. Some with K, some with Q. Here in the Wikipedia article, they are written with Q-U, so I don't actually know. And... Whatever, the, the, the point is, uh, we get introduced to Kyuru in the second episode, that is a distant cousin of Lysara. Lysara is from a noble family of the Green, uh, Green Reaper world, and Kyuru is a younger, distant cousin from a branch family, and she starts uh, being an antagonist for the episode, but ends up becoming an ally later on as uh, Lysara defeats her in a fight and she helps Lysara to find this special specimen or whatever. From then on, I don't actually remember if the, in the third or fourth episode we get introduced to less main, main girl of the Haring, that is Fukumune Iria, that is, and she's like... Lisara's rival from school, so basically she's also a, a Green Reaper that works for one of the big enterprises from the Green Reaper world that actually acts inside the human world. It's never explained really how this the whole thing works, but basically she's an employee for a corporation that eventually becomes the antagonist later on, but whatever. And from then on, we get to see this whole journey about Lysara trying to find this special specimen and the whole beginning of the harem because Lysara doesn't actually have feelings for Ryosuke at the beginning, but eventually Mina already has feelings for Ryosuke, then Kyuru eventually develops this uh, these feelings also, and later on, as things progress, Mina gets captured by an, let's say, a bigger opponent at this point and goes to the Green Reaper world and then we have this whole fight and infighting because Idia betrays Lysara for a moment and the whole thing is a big old mess and then we find out that Mina actually is the special specimen and basically what happens is at the final fight in the, um, I think, episode 10, Ariosuke basically destroys the gate between the um, human world and the Green Reaper world, and so both worlds are fused, and the Green Reapers start a war against the humans, because for one reason or another, one of the ancient Green Reapers 
uh, gave the humans the power to keep on living, although the humans should be extinct at this point. It's really a real mess. <laughs> it's not really well explained. I'm just throwing it out there because uh, at the end, the end of the anime, there is this whole thing about Ariosuke dying and Lisara for once breaking the Sundere mode. She goes in there, almost dies, throwing her soul together with his uh, through the, um, the sword that Mina has a contra contract with Kyuru. The whole thing is a um, mishmash with a lot of things and ends up saving Ryosuke and more or less reviving him, uh, overwriting his death date. And with this, one of the Green Reapers that is outside of the harem, seeing Lisara save Ryosuke, she has this idea that actually there is a greater power than the life energy from humans when they die, that is the energy of sorrow and whatever, that is the energy of happiness and that people can produce it while alive, so the Green Reapers can actually coexist with the humans in a symbiotic relationship. And this is basically the story. I glossed over a whole lot of, whole lot of minor details that actually piles up into the last fight, but given everything, I don't actually think I need to explain it much. And now I can go on to both my opinion and um, more technical revision, more technical review for this anime. So, what did I think about the anime? Watching, watching it was a slog. So, as I already said, Lisara is way too stubborn for her own good. She, she's a character that I don't vibe with as a whole lot of other characters I already reviewed in this show, but whatever. Second thing, the whole explanation for everything is really badly done. It's a real... Any explanation that they try to use is either has really large plot holes or the ex explanation doesn't actually exist. The powers are never explained. The whole thing is just to throw everything together and, and send it kind of deal. The um, pacing is terrible. Comedic timing is awful. The, um, the comedic timing is mostly Yosuke either giving a comment uh, a funny comment, let's say, a perfect comment inside of something, or something really just absurd. At some point, there is this whole arc where Yosuke has to train himself to recharge his batteries faster, and so he starts basically training his imagination to not need actually outside stimuli to actually build his, his energy, and so he trains his imagination and whatever. And the whole montage about this, the whole the whole arc, the whole not only the presentation but the results also are really just just absurd. It becomes really annoying at some point because it just doesn't actually make sense. Also, there is this one side arc that happens that actually they find out that a broken sword that Lisara used on Yosuke is actually Yosuke had the other half, because apparently his father was a Green Reaper that came to Earth and gave, with his mother, gave birth to him, 
and that's never addressed. Like, what the hell? His father was like part of a noble family of the Green Reaper or the whatever. So, what the hell? Never addressed. The the whole thing is a mess. The whole presentation is a mess. One other point that two other points that really like drove me nuts is the first one is that Mina is the the childhood friend and she for the most part is the most important as a pot let's say as a love interest in my eyes at the very least because she, she actually likes Ryosuke from the get-go and she's always there and it really feels bad when she sees that Lisara it starts to like Ryosuke and just let her be. There's not actually a fight there, which I feel it should. It would actually add uh, some tension to the romance because at this point the, the romance is once it's one required look because Lissara doesn't actually like Ryosuke for the most of the anime. And the whole thing's bad. The whole thing doesn't actually have tension, doesn't actually have stakes to anything at all. And this just drives me nuts because I think Mina actually deserved it as she's a better character than Lissara. But still, she doesn't actually get to be with the guy at the end because she's the child friend and this is the most important, uh, one of the most important flags that we can set on. We can set on, I, I mean, the, the author sets on it. I don't actually believe that you need to follow this kind of flag but so is life the second thing and, and this one is oh boy it's so bad there's this one part where they go into the green reaper world where ryusuke basically suffers a trauma of nearly being killed by a monster and he basically loses himself he loses his uh, happy-go-lucky attitude he leaves he loses his whole composure as a main character and whatever he becomes uh, afraid of anything and scared of everything and so on and so forth. So he cannot give Lissara energy anymore and he cannot do any pervert things anymore. One of the things that really pisses me off is that the, the trauma is not really there because the, the situation is not really that traumatic. Because he had so many people to protect him at that point, he had no reason to be traumatized for that and not only that but at this point Hiro as a way to help him regain his his pervertness his perversion she basically offers herself to him and he he declines which was oh my god man are you fucking serious just in my opinion really bad way to introduce it because the trauma is not really that that big of a deal but still that that's the thing and so overall the anime is bad the anime is bad it's not really a good thing to say what can i say about this anime i think the story is terrible the pacing is bad the comedic timing of everything is bad the comedic sense of the whole thing is bad i i i don't know if i matured out of it but the the boobs jokes kind of lost their their funny element let's say given that uh, given that that being said i have to give credit where credit's due the animation is at the very least competent given that they don't actually 
internet a lot to of hand-to-hand -hand combat, but more or less of just projectile and beams, flames, so on and so forth. But that's not here now there, but the animation in general is pretty okay. And also the, the art design of the characters, I have to actually give credit. All the characters are, for except for, except for Ryosuke, because Ryosuke is the um, out-of-the-shelf main character of a harem anime. Uh, the girls have really good designs, not only the main girls, but the side characters that we get to meet. So the, the other Green Reaper, we get even to see uh, Lisa's mom and... The, the character design is really well done. The animation is competent. The music is not something to write home about. It's really, uh, let's say, above average opening. The ending, I thought it was really... I don't actually have strong opinions about it. The, the ending is pretty meh. The opening is above average, but not by much. The, it has a vibe. It's good in that sense. But again, the... The enemy gets undermined by its weak, weak story, weak, weak pacing, terrible pacing, terrible comedic timing, mainly at the beginning. The beginning is terrible. Ryosuke, uh, at some points, I, I really wish he would just shut up because his comments are way out there. And at some points, you wish he would take more hits for how much shit he talks. Because it becomes annoying, that's the point. And now, why this, does this fit on the theme? So, as I said, two seasons after the first season of High School DxD, the main girl is a redhead that is a noble from the underworld. She has powers and, you know, the, the whole magic thing in this normal-ass setting. And... The harem that eventually forms around the, the main character. The main character has some kind of special power aside from what we can see initially. The whole thing is really derivative of High School DxD in some ways. But I don't actually believe it is. Because the timing on the publication is kind of different. So I don't think that it may be an inspiration but not derivative from it. And basically, then it is a mess. I don't actually recommend it. But to present this whole theme about the H harem of the 2010s, I feel like it's one of the contenders to be presented side by side with High School DX, now High School DXD 27, and the one that we will cover in the next episode. That is Shimai Mauro Testament. And later on, the fourth season of High School DxD. But that's when we get there. So that's about it. Thank you for listening to my rambles to this whole mess of show. I know the review is not really that that in-depth. But the, the anime doesn't actually give me much depth to go into anyways. Not only that, but uh, oh my god... The, I, I really struggled to finish this one. The um, whole thing is a mess. The, it doesn't actually give me the, um, the will to continue watching for the most of it. There is a part there for, from the 4th um, to the, I don't know, 6th episode that really is okay. But outside from that, I don't actually think that 
the anime is really worth watching. So, again, that's about it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching if you are on YouTube. If you like the show, if you like what I do, if you like um, this whole thing about the, the Weave Initiative, please like, please follow, please share, please subscribe. Depending on the platform you're in, please join the Discord. And as a, the last time I will talk about this, it's been more than a month now as this episode is coming out, I think. I've posted a um, video about Oshinoko in the YouTube channel, so if you could watch it and give me some feedback about it, I would love to see it because I want to do more videos like it to explore different topics that I don't actually uh, get to talk much about here in, in the podcast. And so again, thank you for listening. I hope you stick around. Bye.